Welcome aboard, Captain. Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze, discuss, and probe Star Trek 4 one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Soger. Hey, Dave. Hey. Hey, we're back, and we're uh, today we're talking about Minute 94. 94. Uh, it's that magical movies by minute number, <laughs> right? As immortalized in Star Wars Minute. Um but uh, I do all the, I wonder if all the shows do that. Do, do you think all of our movies by minute? There's so many of them now. I can't. Keep yeah. Track. Well, I think They're they like it, it pay homage to the you know the Godfathers. Yeah. yeah so Godfather. There is a Godfather minute too. That, yeah, I know. Uh, and they do it. Yeah, that's right. Alex Robinson does it, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, it's it's minute ninety four of Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. It starts with George and Gracie continuing to make a break for it, and ends a minute later with a whaling ship making a break for it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not unlike our last minute, um, I guess there's more going on in this one than the last minute. Uh, yeah. Uh, we get one bit of dialogue, or one bit of English dialogue. Uh, Sulu giving an update, 10 seconds, sir. Yep. Which, again, we won't rehash how fast they're actually traveling. Um, although it doesn't seem very fast, because in this minute you actually get mm. to see, you kind of see their progress, right? They're watching watch the viewfinder and they do a right uh a drone flyby as it were of the ship mm. the whaling ship um anyway but back to the beginning uh so starts with the um, quick shot of the the whaling ship and harpooner is getting ready to shoot and the captain looking through his binoculars um yes then it cuts to george and gracie swimming um and my first note was uh I don't know who's who. We've never really established which whale is which, nope. right? Nope. Uh, so I'm going to say George. Don't know why. The whale mm. on the right, the whale closest to us. Yes. He looks like the bird of prey because he's got like a, a ring of barnacles on his the front of oh, on yeah. his chin. Oh, yeah. I never noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in, uh, in, especially in this shot because he's kind of yeah. swimming, heading back up to the surface. So you kind of get right. that, you know. Tor- uh, <clears throat> photon torpedo tube look. Yeah. Um, and that's my only note. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway. Uh, cut to Bird of Prey, and there we get Sulu's update 10 seconds, sir. Mm. They're still in that's their... That's our only English dialogue. Yeah. Uh, they're still in their power dive, so they've got the Batman angle going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and then I get, and then we get this kind of the, the, um, the viewfinder shot where they actually see the yep. whaling ship, and and uh, I'm assuming this is like, a, a, you know, they don't have the magnification turned up at this point. This is the, you know, actual right. size, as it were. Right. Well, we can kind of see them sort of swoop to the left, so they're they're banking left. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I would think this is almost like looking out the cockpit. Yep. Um, so I do have a question. Uh, so, so, so we're, <laughs> so 
Sulu says 10 seconds. Uh-huh. And I'm assuming that means 10 seconds to the whales? Yes. Ten, well, 10 seconds to... Didn't they say they would they want to intercept? Are they trying to get in front of the... He just says... He just says uh, Kirk says, full power descent. Sulu says, I sir, full power descent. So that's the last discussion we've had. Mm, yep. But he doesn't say, like, full power descent to intercept or full power descent to, you know, phasers on whaling ship or, you know, which is, I think, the appropriate thing to do here. Yeah. Um, but he just says 10 seconds, sir. 10 seconds to what? Great question. Uh, so, you got an answer? No, I don't. Um, <laughs> I, I, <clears throat> clearly, it takes more than ten seconds. Um, it's movie ten seconds. Okay. And then they clearly fly over the ship. Yep. Two questions there are: Do they not hear it? So does that mean when you're cloaked, you make no sound? Oh. Because I would think when we're out on a nice sunny day and you see a plane overhead, you can hear the plane or the helicopter. Even if it's pretty far away, you still hear it. Yep. Like the bird of prey is right over that ship, like right over it. Well, let's think about when they first landed in Golden Gate Park, uh, the garbage men and all the wind. Yeah. Do we talk about did they hear the engines or was it just the wind? Probably just the wind, right? Um, I'm gonna so I, I'm gonna answer my own question, and I don't think they hear any sound. But yeah. to your point, an object flying at full impulse power, full power descent, would generate some sort of uh, wave or wake yeah. that would interfere. I mean, they would feel it. Yeah, it would probably like you know the, the they're wind, hauling butt. The, yeah, the wind would probably like knock the boat over. Yeah. Um, I think the to answer your your question, ten seconds to what? It's to the whales. Okay. Uh, and I'm a, I'm using uh, Vonda McIntyre's novelization here because mm. um, there is a little more dialogue about you know thirty seconds to whales. Um, so there's, there's more detail of you know Sulu. Sulu's actually giving out numbers. I, you know what? I think Vonda knew. I think she knew there was going to be movies by minute podcasts. Because there are questions that we ask sometimes on our show yeah. that she answers. Because in here, she actually says, the dive, uh, Mr. Sulu says, dive speed is 300 kilometers per minute, 5 kilometers per second. Estimate reaching whales in 1.2 minutes. So he's giving, you know. Oh, he's giving speed. He's distance. giving okay. speeds, right? So for those you know nerds yeah. of us, like, oh, they'd be going way too fast for that. <laughs> she's answered some, some of it. And that's not the right. first time that she's done yeah. that. Uh um yeah so so as far as sound goes it being cloaked mm. i would say yes and didn't we what was that was it what movie was that was it blue thunder didn't oh they had yeah. the silent mode yeah silent yeah, mode whisper, which, whisper mode whisper mode which was awesome uh and i'm i'm sure they have that today right where they can like oh yeah i'm sure like noise canceling headphone right they can just yeah make the 23rd the century yeah. yeah oh yeah 23rd yeah sure um and you know could could the bird of prey just like fly right through that ship you know, without even getting a scratch like just destroy it just by flying through right. it and like without getting a scratch on it 
I would think so. I would think so too, right? So why not? Just I think like, you just yeah. I think you just tip the wing a little bit and just catch it and yeah, rip right through the water and cut it right in half. I'm thinking you just I'm just saying dip the nose right through the center of it. It's pulverizing. Um, but no, instead they are they're well. We see what we see what they're doing here. They're kind of they're getting themselves in between. Yeah, the whales in the ship. Yes. Um, so we get some more shots of uh, George. I think that's George swimming away. Mm. Some more shots of the ship on the ocean and what you think are the models of the whales on the ocean. I still don't know. Yeah, I think it's. I think this is all models. I don't think this is real. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the harpoon fires. Yes. Um, gonna gonna get it. And uh, I like this effect. I can't figure out kind of. I, Kind of can't figure out how they do it. So the harpoon, you know, clanks into something in yep. midair and then falls. Uh, obviously, it's hitting the cloaked ship. But how do they, you know how they did it? I mean, they, obviously, they didn't shoot a real harpoon. Uh, I'm guessing it's like a Nerf thing or something that someone, like, <laughs> chucks. I, I think they did it with some sort of plexiglass. Yeah. Because it does look like it hits something. Because it goes basically going forward and then goes straight down. Right. So uh, I wonder if it's... And, and obviously you would see some sort of reflection. So I'm not quite sure how they... Maybe they use transparent aluminum. Maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. It, or they could have used... I, I mean, I just... I'm wondering how they would have done it. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's pretty clever how they do it. It is. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It, looking at it in slow-mo, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. okay, it looks like it bends a little bit, so that lends your... Uh, some credence to your nerf theory <laughs> but uh yeah it's pretty cool um what's interesting is you know that's yeah, again in the novelization that's that's what happens they the, the ship is be, is between the harpoon and the whales right um in the comic book adaption uh the uh the bird of prey has already decloaked and it fires a phaser uh at the mm. and and well, maybe disruptor at the uh, harpoon and disintegrates it. Yeah. So that's how they stop it there. And I, I wonder if, uh, yeah, I wonder if the, you know, that was in the storyboard, say, right? We, mm -hmm. we know that we talked about it before, and we know Nimoy didn't want to have phasers and stuff. And um, uh, so I just wonder if that was taken off the table, or if they wanted to do this this effect, which is pretty clever and cool. Mm -hmm. um, it's a nice touch with it hitting nothing, but you hear the clank. Um, so anyway, just which would you have preferred? Would you have preferred a phaser? Um, yeah, I would have preferred phaser, phaser, photon torpedo. A photon torpedo. <laughs> I'm thinking that would be a little overkill for a, for a, a tiny little harpoon. Well, I'm thinking that they, you know, they're between. I, I figured they 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 blow the ship up. We really go right there. It would go right through the, the the harpoon right into the the boat, the whaling really, vessel. Yeah, I, mean, I seem to be really into murdering these uh, four whalers and <laughs> fly the ship through them, <laughs> hit them with a photon. <laughs> I want to see what happens to human flesh when a photon torpedo goes by. So speaking of the whalers, um, I did a little research into who these who these dudes are. Oh, great. Okay. So they're apparently Scandinavian whale catchers. 
And uh, I did find that they are speaking Finnish. And uh, so this is from our friends over at Memory Alpha, and it says, uh, while Finland has never practiced whaling in the real world, Kvenish, a Finnish dialect, is spoken in parts of Norway, a country that has practiced whaling. So perhaps these are Norway uh, whaling uh, people, and they are speaking Kvenish, which is a Finnish dialect, mm-hmm. and they actually say what he says. So oh. it says, uh, when the harpoon hit the cloaked HMS Bounty, a man exclaimed, Mita Helvatia Tua Oili? Which translates to, what the hell was that? <laughs> uh, I love that you do the, the, the non-English <laughs> stuff in all these movies, whether it's Klingon or Finnish. He, he, Dave Stoker so, has got it mastered. So if anyone speaks Finnish or Kvenish, I uh, humbly apologize for that butchering of that phrase. But um, yeah, I, I can't believe that they actually found. I found the they uh, they actually they have a couple of the other things where the old man comments, you know, the quote whales ahead, and that the a couple minutes ago I think the guy in the crow's nest he actually says uh, there they blow, so. Okay. Um, and that's Siela Ne Puha Puhalta. 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 Yeah. So. Impressive. Yeah. I, I thought you thought you were going to tell us that the guy driving the ship was Curtis Armstrong, uh, uh, the actor. Um, is it Curtis Armstrong? Am I getting? Oh God, I'm getting his name wrong. I think Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Oh. <laughs> is that who you think it is? <laughs> that's who. That's who it reminds me of. Oh. Is it Curtis Armstrong? Shame on me. Mm. Boy, I forgot to write it down. Yeah, Curtis Armstrong. I was right. <laughs> yeah. All right, so back to the – so it hits. Mm-hmm. They're all an amazed expression of what was that. And then once again, we talked about how many times they've disrupted the timeline. <laughs> yeah. Once again, they're going to disrupt the timeline again by making the vertebrae appear. Yeah. So we know of at least four dudes on this ship who see a UFO. Yeah, but think about all the times, you know. I think all the people say there's UFOs out there today. Nobody believes them. Like they're nut jobs. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really like this moment. I wish it had been done, executed better. Uh because when, when the ship first decloaks, mm. you know, it's it's just, you know, it's composited onto the sky. Right. Strangely, yeah. right? Um, and am I imagining things? Have we ever talked about, like, the, the torpedo tube? Um, looks like it's all, like it's, it has scorch marks around it. Is that, yeah. Am I imagining that, or is that? No, in the front, it definitely yeah. looks. I'm wondering if that's damage from when the Enterprise battles in Star Trek Three, Maybe some phaser burns? Oh, maybe. I was just thinking it was, you know, from constantly, you know, photons, phew, torpedoes coming out of there. It's probably leaving some, you know. Some scorch marks. Some scorch marks. Could be. Uh, yeah, which is a cool, cool touch. So that mm. shot, you know, I'm like, eh, not so much. The next one, the where they kind of pull back and you see the whole bird of prey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I don't know how many times we've talked about how big is that damn ship, right? Yeah. Is it bigger than a bus? Is it less? Than, I mean, now it's gigantic yeah. compared to the whaling ship. And Yeah, it's huge huge in that the 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 
the cannons on the wings look like they're bigger than the ship at the whaling ship itself. Yeah, definitely. They're huge. Right. Um, so the scale here is crazy. Um, but that look, that shot's pretty cool. So I think it, again, to your credit, uh, to your, to your point, it, it looks, it looks cool. I think they could have done a better job. I think the shadow looks hideous. Um, with the, again, I think it's just, it's products of the time with the special effects they may have had, you know, introducing. So this is obviously a real shot of a, of a vessel turning and they're trying to composite this giant vessel into it. And I, you know, I get how difficult that, that must've been. Mm-hmm. Um, cause not only are you trying to show the, the ship in front of it with its, you know, its masts and stuff and, uh, the, the big shadow, it just, there's, there's, there's parts of this. I'm not going to say this is like star Trek three, you know, set design bad, but this is like, I, I just feel like they could have, the lighting looks weird and, um, it, it just looks off to me. Okay. I've never quite enjoyed it as much as I should because I think it is a cool representation of like here's this little tiny earth vessel and oh my god it's like this giant uh, bird of prey. Yeah. Uh, I yeah I don't I, I don't disagree with you on that stuff. Um, but it's still it's fun. I, I get I'm more distracted. <laughs> In that mm. shot that you're talking about with the shadow and everything, I'm more distracted yeah. by the boat. It's like it's turning on a dime. Like, can boats do that? Yeah. Um. So I thought I thought I, would... I have more questions about this boat turning, <laughs> and the fact that the rudder doesn't snap off with uh, Booger, uh, you know, continually yeah. pushing. The, the 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 steering wheel um which i know is not the right term for it but uh you know he is like literally all you see him doing is pushing it and that obviously turns the ship yeah but he keeps doing it like you you expect the thing to come flying off because he's pushing it and i would have to imagine the gears can't go that far i you know what i'm going to just... like i don't i don't understand that i don't know the mechanics of of boats and steering their, their steering wheels. Yeah. Yeah. uh, But I, I mean, who, who doesn't want to, uh, you know, be in a movie and be able to be that guy who's spinning the wheel. Right. Right. And yeah, spinning it forever, forever, forever. Like, yeah. How does that, (laughs) what is that actually doing? Yeah. That's what I mean. Cause how come it doesn't just stop at some point? Like when the rudder hits its max, max limit. I don't know, but it's fun. It always makes for a good, good dramatic moment, right? Like turn, turn, turn. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I get it. it's 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 great in the panic sense. Like, oh my god, they're panicking. Yeah. And the fact that the old man next to him is doing it too, like he's he's just sort of mimicking what the guy's doing, <laughs> it, it is is brilliant. And I and I love the scene. I just the physics of it of are um are, are nuts. Yeah, of him just like continually doing that. I, I fully expect it's like one comical scene of like the, the 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 steering wheel thing just you know spins off and flies off into the ocean or something. Well, I've never I've never noticed that the captain is doing it too. <laughs> so, like, is he helping at all, or is he just like go faster? You must go faster. <laughs> um, 
All right. What else? Uh, yeah, spinning on a dime. That was my kind of last question here. Um, there is a uh, the kind of the very last shot is the uh, the harpooners um, running back. Uh, yes, running back, and in the distance, there's something on the horizon, and I don't know if that's a another ship, like an oil tanker or something, or if that's a bit of land. Oh. Uh, but I, you know, I'm like, if that's another ship, do you think they could see? Uh, the bird of prey. Good. Yeah, I didn't. I never caught that before. But yeah, I don't know if that's like an island or yeah. ship or something. But uh, you know, there's another another potential set of eyes that are seeing mm. this this UFO. Um, to your point. Anyway, this has been as more fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get the Nerf harpoon. We get the bird of prey decloaking. And now that I think about it, you know, I said the uh, in the in the comic, you know, they had a, they decloaked and then used mm. the phaser, and that's actually technically accurate, right? They use that the right. whole thing. You can't uh, can't use the weapons when they're cloaked, right? Yeah, so they would have to be uncloaked yeah. to do it. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, all right. Well, that's all I've got for this one. Good sir, how about you? Yeah, me too. That's it. All yep. right, that's it. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. Uh, let's see. So, hey, uh, folks, if you haven't um, haven't got on the Facebook and joined the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation, uh, I don't know why you haven't, but you should. Uh, and we'd love to you to join. <laughs> yeah, I love harassing people, right? Well, you haven't <laughs> done that yet? What is wrong with you? Uh, you should do so because we would love to uh, chat with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts uh, about Star Trek Four and all the other stuff going on in in in, uh, in the world of Star Trek. There's a... Uh, uh, all sorts of whether it's the new shows or you know uh, Picard and Discovery and what else is coming out. I, I heard a rumor about uh, another movie. Um, uh, uh, everything's there. We'll talk about it there. We'd mm. love to hear from you. And uh, anyway, do that, and uh, we'll be back again in a couple of days talking about minute ninety-five of the Voyage Home. Great Star Trek minute. Bye now. Goodbye. <laughs>